You're listening to Experts in Their Field, a podcast from the Agricultural Science Association, generously sponsored by Dairy Gold Agribusiness. Hello, my name is George Ramswatham, and I am the president of the Agricultural Science Association. In this episode of Experts in Their Field, Una Sinnott, council member and PhD student, interviews Frank Monaghan. Frank is the Dean of Agriculture and Food Science at UCD. Una asks Frank about his move to the role of Dean of the Faculty, his views on equipping undergraduates and indeed postgraduates for their role in agriculture, and his ideas on the future of agricultural science. We wish Frank and his family every success for the future. So I'm delighted now to have the new Dean of the School of Agriculture and Food Science in UCD with us for this month's ASA podcast. Frank, it's a real pleasure to have you with us. Thank you very much. Thanks, Una. Delighted to be here. Yeah, thanks, Frank. So, Frank, you're newly appointed the Dean of Agriculture and Food Science here in UCD and previously a professor in the Food Science Department. How has your role changed now? Yeah, so I, I suppose I've, I've moved from being a, a traditional academic, as it were, um, with, with the teaching load and research students and doing administration to more into the, the management role in the school as dean um, and having oversight of, of the teaching and research. But um, I suppose it's just a much broader remit. I came from food science and nutrition into agriculture generally now, so um, it's a much yeah, much broader remit than I would have had, had previously. So I'm still doing a little bit of teaching and uh, have, have research students and working with other colleagues to make sure they uh, deliver on their, their research programme and so on. Brilliant. Yeah. So what does a typical day look like for you? Um, so, yeah, a lot of time spent at the computer and uh, a lot of meetings, but they are interspersed with a bit of teaching and meeting with the research students, which, which I love doing. Um, a lot of planning. Uh, we're doing our strategic, next, strategic plan for the next three to five years at the moment. So that's um, going on currently. And um, so, yeah, very varied day. A lot of interaction as well with uh, external stakeholders um, across the agri-food sector, um, which is very interesting. Yeah. Brilliant. So focusing on the strategic plan perhaps um, yeah. what are the big items that you're discussing as you plan yeah so we we look at teaching we look at research um, and innovation and also developments in the school so strategic developments infrastructure so in 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 the whole teaching and uh, education sphere it's, it's looking at our our programs um are they are they still fit for purpose do we need to make some changes and that's connected to the graduates we want our students to be. Are they, are they going out with the, the skills they need to service the industry, but also to have rewarding careers for themselves? Um, on the research side, it's uh, again about you know, growing our research income. So all our research staff, we've over 70 uh, academic staff are research active and it's supporting them in you know allowing them to be the best researchers they can they can be giving them the you know the space to do research and apply for research funding and and the supports um to, to do the research as i've said already um infrastructure we you know have plans for development of the lions farm there's a you know 
planned building to take place there and that needs to be funded. It's a big a big job, so um, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, any big announcements for the podcast for the tea room or anything? <laughs> <laughs> the tea room is up and functioning again, yes. Post, Post-COVID, it's great to see people uh, around. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, it's a, brilliant. It's lovely. Yeah, it's it's the, lovely. Hub, the hub of activity here. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, congratulations to AgSoc on a brilliant um, Ag Week as well. Yeah, um, yeah. They did very well. Looking towards um, Lyons Research Farm, uh, can you give us a little update on um, some of the innovative things happening there? Yes, yeah, so at, at Lyons, all, all the major agricultural um, enterprises are based, you know, you've dairy, beef, sheep, um, we've some chickens, pigs, and, and also <laughs> crops and so, uh, as well. So it, all the enterprises are, are, are represented and we use it for both teaching and research so our undergraduates spend time down there um, as part of their the modules they, they take on the Belfield campus but then it's a very important research resource yeah. um, if I was to pick out a couple of things I mean one would obviously be the long-term grazing platform which is um, where we you know we're looking at different multi-species swords and permanent pasture and so on mm-hmm. and uh, you know the the environmental um, impacts of of pastures like that what the potential impacts are so for example from a a, a climate change perspective the fact that you know we may not need to apply as much fertilizer with Mm. the multi-species swords and so on with people would love to hear that this year in particular yeah exactly you know and and that that's um i think it's a really interesting project and the one thing i like about it well lots of things i like about it but it it um follows you know the whole it follows the food chain right through from the soil through the grasses, through the animals, to milk and meat. Mm. And to the point now where with the meat, we're actually doing consumer studies on it. So these are animals that have been fed off, um, you know, on the multi-species swords. And we want to look at the, the impact on the sensory quality, the flavor of the meat, the tenderness of the meat. Mm. And, and then on the, on the other end of it, people are looking at the, the impact on production. Do the animals grow better? Are they finish, do they finish earlier? Mm. Um, and you know, what's the, uh, the, the requirement for um, you know, fertilizer application and so on. So it's a really interesting project in, in, in following yeah. know, right through from, 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 from soil to the food and human health. Um, and the outputs uh, from it must be very valuable for farmers and for the likes of board BA and yes, you know, they're the marketing. Start, yes, they're starting yeah. to, to come out now. And I know there's, there is production data on, you know, the, the time to finishing for animals on these, the multi-species swords versus, yeah. uh, say, a perennial ryegrass sward. Um, so, and obviously then there's, there's research going on on precision, precision agriculture, you know, the application of... Uh, fertilizers again how much do you apply when what what areas of the field so colleagues are working working on that in the the smart agriculture field um we've obviously got the um the the, the dairy the relatively new um dairy facility oh, yes. and um again there's you know research going on there on different um production inputs and effects mm-hmm. on milk quality and milk output and so on yeah um, the next area for development is going to be a, a, new, a new calf facility so that'll connect very closely with the the dairy and um, looking at you know optimal systems for calf rearing and and, and outputs brilliant so, very um, good 
it's a great asset to you, isn't it, in the lecture halls too? It, it is, yeah. It's, um, and yeah, great, great support for teaching, but also for research. So a number of colleagues would spend you know, half their time down on the farm and half on the Belfield campus. Mm. Um, and um, yeah, it's a, great, it, it's a great resource to have, yeah. Brilliant. So, um, you know, you spoke there about uh, the skills, I suppose, of future graduates and future ag leaders. Um, what do you think are the skills that are needed today that weren't needed in the past? And perhaps what do you think are the skill, skills that are going to be needed in future years, which we don't even need today, perhaps? Yeah, I, I think, you know, the big change I've noticed um, over the years is that, you know, one time when students came in to get an education, it was, it was about the, the knowledge they could get and the skills maybe they were trained in during their their you know, four-year program. Um, and now it's, it's, it's still important that they get the knowledge, but I think they also need to, be, to become lifelong learners. So when they, when they leave here, they don't leave knowing everything because things are changing all the time. Yeah. And it's particularly important to know where to look for the right information, where to get re- reliable information. Okay. And I think because yeah, it's such a, particularly agri, agri-food even at the moment, is such a dynamic area, Things are changing all the time, so you need to know um, what you need to know and where to find that information. I think the other area is, is in, you know, I suppose being innovative and maybe entrepreneurial in your approach that a lot of people when they leave now don't, don't go into a career that they will remain in for the rest of their lives. They'll change career a number of times and it's being able to be, be agile enough to adapt to that and to to make those changes and be uh, adventurous enough mm. to do it you know so i i think um and we need to be uh, you know aware of that in in our education systems that they 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 do equip students with with skills to be adaptable and and agile okay so is it um, more than ever, is it the lighting of a fire rather than the filling of a bucket, as they say? <laughs> I think so, for sure, yeah. And, and I mean, you see that when you, when you meet graduates um, afterwards and you see them in successful careers and it's, it's a great, um, you know, source of, 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 you get a great sense of fulfilment out of that. that mm. You see your graduates doing well in the workplace, maybe being entrepreneurial, setting up their own businesses, or you know, working for large multinationals and yeah. seeing them progress through the, the various um, career stages and you know becoming more more senior in their roles with with time. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So it's great, you know, to, to, to get that sense that you've been been part of that story in their in their education. You know. Yeah. 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 And there's so many brilliant alumni examples. You know, from the School of Agriculture and Food Science here. That's right. Yeah, we've great. Um, alumni that we can you know uh, we, we can demonstrate what's possible for our students That's so true. you know yeah um, role models like role models yeah which, yeah. Is, which is really important because I think often when students come into any degree program they may not see where they're may not be clear where their career is going to take them yeah. but when they can identify with people in their sector whether it be in you know forestry or horticulture or food or or um, animal science that they, they can see somebody in, mm. in a role that they can identify with. I think it's yeah. really great, yeah. Very good. And in your recent interview there in the Irish Farmers 
and um, monthly you refer to micro credentials i like that term a lot um, yeah. So, and a lot of our members in the ASA, I suppose, would be very interested in that kind of, you know, lifelong learning or, yeah. you know, modules that you can take on as you, as you work. Yeah. Um, do you see that playing a big role? Yes, I, I think so. And it, it links up with that whole idea of, of being a lifelong learner um, that, you know, people may not want to commit to doing a master's or a big piece of education, but mm-hmm. if they can take a module that interests them or that fulfills a need they have at a particular time so maybe it might be something in organic agriculture or um, it might be on food regulation or it could be in pesticides but that they could could take that module yeah. and then if they feel they want to build on it that they could to a certificate or a diploma yes, maybe ultimately yeah. that. and I think that's a very attractive um, option yeah we, we a number of years ago launched an online masters in food nutrition and health and one of the the big the 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 selling points of it was that the students could take it at their own pace so they could do it over four years um oh. so build up slowly to a master so that suited a lot of people in the workplace they they could take fewer modules one year more the next year okay and i think that flexibility is really yeah so you see more of that kind of coming into ucd do you? yes i think so that yeah that's something we'd like to really develop more and let's say we're on the on, on, on the journey one of my colleagues is, is working on the on the micro credentials piece at the moment and very good yeah, yeah um so frank you've had a wonderful career in ucd spanning 25 years i believe um, and <laughs> <laughs> so i suppose like what has been the biggest change or the biggest trend or even 25 years ago for example like did you see climate change really being the big topic of the future yeah there's been a huge change um yeah i mean i I was always interested in um i suppose uh, agriculture animal production and um, i remember you know back in the early 2000s having a project on grass-fed beef and um you know sort of seeing that this was something unique that we could Mm. build on here in ireland and i think that that theme has sort of followed through now and there's more and more focus on us even even in the in the, the climate debate the fact yeah. that as a grass-based production system we really have an advantage mm. and um, grass grows very well here it makes sense to convert it into to protein in, in milk and yeah. meat so maybe it wasn't so much the the climate awareness then but certainly an awareness of what was unique about our yes. our agriculture okay. system um so what has changed I suppose in that time particularly is there's a lot change, but you know the emphasis on graduate education is a lot more research students in 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 the system now in mm-hmm. in agriculture here in UCD, but also right across all of the the universities and, and um, research institutes. So that that's been a big change, a big uplift in yeah. funding for agricultural food, which is very positive. Yeah. yeah. We probably know more now about agriculture and animals and you know grass than we ever did but in terms of sometimes i i get worried that the disconnection let's say to then someone who's um in another realm do you know what i mean in a different job that their understanding of irish agriculture and things is going down whereas do you know the experts are becoming experts um, and whereas the disconnection between maybe urban rural like is that a worry yeah, I, I think it's where uh, communication really comes into it and we have to be better at at communicating the 
the science, uh, the importance of agriculture, um, you know, the fact that, um, you know, an understanding of what we can do well in agriculture here, the sorts of food we can produce. We, yeah, we can't produce everything. Be, be proud of it, yeah. Um, because we can't grow everything here. It's not like we can turn a switch and turn off animal agriculture mm. and, you know, um, only grow uh, crops and yeah. uh, or nuts or, or <laughs> avocados. We yes, can't do it. You know, so I think we, we need to play to our strengths, but we have to communicate that definitely to the, mm. the public to make sure there is a better connection between, you know, the, the public and the, their food, the story of their food, mm. where it comes from. And you're right, yeah, sometimes we can become more and more knowledgeable, knowledgeable about less and less and that, you know, we're experts, but actually um, yeah. we're not getting that message out to the, to, to the outside world, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're focusing on, I suppose, climate action and things. What do you believe is, is the role like, of the School of Agriculture and Food Science in UCD in the national uh, fight to reduce emissions? Yeah, so I mentioned research already and that, that it's really important that we're at the forefront of, yeah. of research, um, you know, right through from, you know, the soil production systems mm. and, and looking at all the, you know, the potential measures there are to reduce the, the impact of agriculture on, on climate change. So it's really important that we're, that we're involved in that mm. and that we're educating our students to be able to contribute to, to, to that thereafter and I think as well being um, you know going back to that connection to consumers being a trusted source, a trusted source of information a reliable source and um, you know backing everything up with with the science yeah. and being able to stand over what what we say you know and I yeah. think that will ultimately stand to us um, as, a, as a country you know if we can you know underpin what we do and what we say with science mm. yeah. and then thinking of I suppose the farmer on the ground um and in the in the fields and things um i suppose do you have any worries about the future of, of farming in that sense or like again what can you do as the dean of of the school to kind of help those who are as i say in the fields you know yeah i mean it is a very challenging time for sure and it's um yeah it's difficult i think farmers and they will say this themselves you know they are very Innovative, they've ad- innovated, they've adapted to, to change over, you know, over the generations. The, the you know, one of the, the, the challenges at the moment is, I suppose, the fact that the, the, the sands keep shifting. There's a lot changing. Mm. Even the last few weeks have brought enormous change with the yeah. Ukraine-Russian invasion. And, and they suddenly find themselves having to, to change again. Yeah. And, I mean... What we have to do is, you know, support them in as in as best we can in in providing them with with reliable information. Mm. Um, and a lot and, of time, you have the future farmers in your lecture halls. You know, the likes of dairy business. You have men and women there. Yes. Possibly going home full time farming. Yeah, yeah, so. and they are very tuned into the 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 subtleties of what's yeah what's and going animal on. and crop. And, uh, yeah, Excuse exactly. You know, so they're. They're really, I mean, I listened to a debate they had recently um, hosted by the, the Farmer's Journal, you know, it was just really um, uplifting to see the way, you know, the questions the students had. You, you knew they were living this. Okay, yes, and, yeah. Um, so in that sense, I would be optimistic that they will go out and, and, and find a way yeah. to, work, um, okay. to work this, yeah. 
And um, as, you know, head of the school, and I suppose it's it's such a great honour, you know, and you've, yeah. you've really kind of worked your way up to the top. Um, professionally and personally, what motivates you? Yeah, I, I think I've, um, well, I've always been interested in, in, in science, but particularly applied science. And that's what I love about agriculture in that, you know, the basic science can be applied. It's got a use. It's okay. very... Um, you can you can follow through what you've done and see that it can have have an effect. So that's, I suppose, what's what's drives me in that sense. Um, I've I've loved that part of it right from the, the start. Me did a, did a basic science degree here in UCD in biochemistry and then studied food science in UCC and then spent a couple of years in the states, um, working for. Irish men who were academics over there, one in Michigan State and one in the University oh, of California, Davis. And um, the, uh, at Michigan State, I worked on um, the quality of pork from pigs fed different diets. Okay. And then at Davis, um, California, worked on milk proteins um, with um, a former graduate of UCD, John Kinsler, who was the, he was the, the Dean of Agriculture in UC Davis at that time. So those opportunities were, were, mm. were, were fantastic because they allowed me, again, to, to use that science in, in an applied manner, whether okay. it was with milk or, or meat. Yeah. yeah. And would you put a lot of emphasis on international travel um, within your courses and just within research? Like, do you feel as though that gave you um, more enthusiasm and ambition to, you know, bring, bring your career yeah. to its optimum? Yeah, it, it was a great... Uh, experience the the american experience just seeing the way they they worked i mean at that time for example you know phd students were taking coursework as part of their phds there we didn't have that in ireland at the time now phd students yeah. take courses so it was it was a different system and um very a very good one to get to get exposed to the scale of agriculture was was different too mm. and there was a lot of interaction with industry at that time in mm. the, the american universities so I, I think that um, was very useful. And when I came back here and started then in the, in the role in food science, one of the things I was involved in early on was setting up an exchange, exchange program with US universities. So we started off with Michigan State and Purdue. And now I think we've, we've 24 partner universities yeah. across the world where um, our students, in, they, do, they do it in the third year of their degree, they can go and take a full semester. Yeah, I was lucky enough to do did it myself. Yeah. yeah. Where, where did you go? Uh, Iowa been... State. Yeah. Iowa State, yeah. yeah. Always the best experience ever. Yeah. yeah. So that's what the, and, and that really stands to students, you know, when they go for an interview for a job or yeah. whatever, that's just different perspective. And, and the great thing is they can they, they do the exams over there. They're, as you know, yeah. fully immersed in the system. Yeah. And then your grades are... Yeah. You know, and the beauty of it is because, as you say, you're a partner university. When we were over in Iowa, yeah. um, it was like they knew us, do you yes. know? Because yeah. they were like, they, oh, we know the UCD students, do you know? Yes. And they knew yeah. like that we were dedicated and yeah. Um, yeah. it was great. It wasn't going to like a random university, do you know? They really felt like yeah. they were welcoming There's us. There's a great, great, great connection. I think yeah. that's... I mean a lot of our the figures 30-40% of our students have an international experience which is mm. great I'd like it to be I'd like us to grow that um, but it, yeah. it's still very significant and a, I think a very valuable part of the degree exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, finally Frank as a I suppose researcher myself I'm interested to know what is your best habit what's your 
your best habit or what do you, do you find is a great tip for people within research but just maybe within working you have a great workload you know at yeah. the moment so yeah I, I think in in research and as a PhD student um, one of the the, the, the tips I give to, to the students is when you when you have a piece of work done or completed to try and write it up at that point okay. as, as a paper a, a, a piece of work that can be submitted and get it out there as soon as possible right. to their audience because that really gives you great confidence as well I've been able to write my first paper yeah. and it's, I've got it in a journal and um, that means that it doesn't sit on the shelf it, yeah. it's actually out there I, I, as, as a PhD student that's one thing I always encourage students mm. to do early on in their studies okay. get, get one paper under their their belt yeah that, because the confidence I suppose is a big thing isn't it because you know yeah. why there's so much literature and sometimes it can be contradicting do you know but yes. each of them can be correct sometimes yeah. you might think well I know a lot but then do I know a lot yeah um do you know so yeah. do yeah. you how do you come, overcome that yeah I, I think um I mean writing a paper is a very is a, is a very good way of of, of um in really forcing it to to look at the, the conflicting re, re, yeah. views of a particular um, topic and I suppose your own results then are going to either agree with one side or the other yeah. or maybe they'll be but, but at least you've got the context there and you're then adding to the story well you know this is what I found in the Irish context working with farmers for example in this yeah. particular system and that might be different to what was found in another European country or in the US, but you're now adding to that body of knowledge by, you know, presenting the, the Irish context, if we use it that as an example. So I still get a lot of pleasure out of um, working with the students and seeing them get their first paper mm. published. And, um, you know, as I said, it, 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 it's, it's that communication of their science it gets out there into the literature and people yeah. can read it and cite it. Yeah. The opportunity to present it then as well. Uh, exactly, yeah. Is. So, at com yeah, combine that with a, with a conference um, presentation. That's great for developing those skills and, and you know, making the connections, mm. you know, that, that will stand to them later in their careers, you know. Yeah. Very good. That's great. And um, thank you so much for joining us. Um, do you have any final remarks or thoughts or anything? No, just that, yeah, I, I, as you pointed out, I am very honoured to be in this role here in UCD and I'm, I'm very fortunate to have a you know, great um, group of staff members around me, academics and technical and admin staff and then over 2,000 students. So it's, it's a great place to be. So I'm really um, enjoying it and looking forward to the next uh, few years in the role. Well, thank you very much and congratulations from everyone in the ASA. <laughs> Thanks very much, Julia.